1: The show. James Cole and Matt Harmon.
0: We go from an aging quarterback to a quarterback that is in his prime, but he's banged up. We're talking about Jalen Hurts. Uh, breaking news here on this uh, Monday afternoon, but uh, could miss one to two weeks here uh, for Philadelphia. And, you know, I guess what are your thoughts on what that means for the Philadelphia offense? I mean, we're going <laughs> to. To be honest with you, not that I'm happy that he's hurt, but, like, I'm not mad that I get to see Gardner Minshew running around and just being an absolute goofball out there
1: uh no yeah yeah you can you can stand alone on that uh, that okay. island I'm not right, interested I'm not, interested. I'm not okay. interested in Gardner Minshew and and his his nonsense uh infecting the waters of um AJ Brown or Devontae Smith or anything like that um I mean shoot I'll tell you what I hope they I hope they run run the ball a lot I could I could use a lot <laughs> more points next round in my dynasty league than 1.9 from Miles Sanders I'll tell you oh. that oh boy uh but
0: Crushes um the soul, it, miles sanders yeah
1: yeah bro i mean but that's all right we're gonna we're gonna move on that's okay uh no no worries no worries miles we'll still appreciate you buddy uh but yeah man i think this is tough because uh, i mean it's real tough for fantasy and it's tough for jalen hurts obviously he who's making an mvp push right because yeah he's yeah you know, I, I think Unfortunately, it feels like Patrick Mahomes, who's you know not not even sniffing thirty yet, not even um, you know he's won one MVP. It's not as if he's like I know, yeah, and people still seem like ah, uh, will anyone else? Well, I any is anyone else here? Will anyone <laughs> else stand
0: up? Will anyone else please? We'd love it to just
1: not be Mahomes, but like come on, you know I mean, I come think on. Mahomes he's only won be... one. It's like it's i absurd. I think I think Mahomes for me is the MVP, and he should be the runaway favorite for MVP. But yeah. Hertz was making that like narrative based push the surprising factor push. Um, now I think he, pro- I'd be prepared for him to miss this week for sure. Week 16 for sure against Dallas and like week 16 as well. And then it's like, okay, week, the season season's over week 18, right? Like the the Eagles are still most likely going to moonwalk into the moonwalk into the one seed uh, because they still have a good team even beyond Dylan Hurts. and like what, I think there's a non-zero percent chance we just don't even see him until the playoffs, right? Like, which is ter- which is terrifying for for anybody invested in Hurts in any way. And um, yeah, I, I I don't know. Just so much of what they've done this year, and I I do give Nick Sirianni and that coaching staff credit. Uh, Shane Steichen, the offensive coordinator, they've been very chameleon esque since they got there. Uh, they've changed their identity on the fly before. We've seen that, um, yeah. but still <clears throat> at the same time, it's just Hurts is done. so central to every everything that they do there like I don't think Jalen Hurts is like a system quarterback he makes this current at least the current system he makes it go so I don't know what it looks like with Gardner Minshew back there it's a little it's a little troublesome
0: well I mean there's going to I mean not be you know any RPOs or anything like that Gardner Minshew just a a classic you know pocket um quarterback although he's got some you know he's got some functional mobility he likes to scramble around a little bit he doesn't have the biggest arm in the whole world but I, I mean he's like a small undersized dude but like you know he can he could make plays outside of the pocket he's got like this weird self-confidence about him as well he's definitely in know.
1: the he's definitely in the Heineke division like the poor man's Ryan Fitzpatrick division uh for sure but he's not he's not quite I think people compare him to Fitz because he's like a a caricature of a quarterback and Fitz definitely yeah, had some of that weirdo. To- total weirdo. Yeah. I mean, um, hurts yeah. definitely. Ha- I mean, excuse me, uh, Fitzpatrick definitely had some of that stuff there, but no, I-, I don't know. I mean, he's, I think he's very much like a, um, kind of that prototypical, almost like a Colt McCoy esque type of guy, like a, a t- like more of a rhythm quarterback. that timing based West coast stuff. Like there's just so much that the Eagles did based on who Jalen hurts is and, like how how awesome have they been on go routes this year on just straight up vertical right. shots and that's definitely not in Gardner Minshew's bag and it's Jalen <laughs> Hurts bag so right um hmm. some of the the good thing is like uh, i think you know Gardner Minshew probably more of like a over the middle thrower more of like a timing route type of guy i think mm-hmm. some of what AJ Brown did in Tennessee can be sort of replicable in that way right like uh, yeah. i think that that's probably an easier adjustment than just because we've seen brown be dominant in that way uh before he was like more of a dominant outside the numbers receiver this year.
0: Yeah, AJ Brown uh what is he uh 9 receptions on 16 targets 181 Uh, On this game, Sunday, third game this season with 150-plus receiving yards. Obviously, a huge big play threat, but, um, man, he eats up a lot of targets too, right? 8.4 targets per game, 5.3 receptions per game, 85.8 receiving yards per game. And, man, you talk about the touchdowns. Ten touchdowns through 14 games for A.J. Brown. Incredibly impressive. Um, I'm just trying to figure out who do you think it hurts or helps more Gardner Minshew thrown to AJ Brown, Devonte Smith, uh, break up that little, you know, tandem for me. Who, who do you think gets impacted the most?
1: I mean, I think obviously it would probably be Devonte Smith just because of uh, the target pecking order and stuff like that.
0: But you know, what terrifies me.
1: The, the Eagles had become so nice and tidy from like a fantasy perspective, from a yes. projection standpoint. And last game against the bears was really almost like a, like a, funhouse mirror of that because it was so extreme aj brown and Devonte smith combined for 300 plus yards nobody else cleared <laughs> 10 receiving yards i mean they have been you know my old yeah. thing i just just throw it to your good players i said it last yep. night during the sunday night game when it was like oh terry mclaurin coming out of halftime <laughs> this guy is good we ought to throw it to him more often it's like yeah no kidding huh? just just throw it to your good players the eagles have been the best like just throw it to your good players offense all year and When Dallas Goddard was involved, or when he was out there, he was involved as well, and nobody else. I am terrified that Gardner Mitchell is going to come out there and we're suddenly going to get like six Quez Watkins targets or, you know, six (laughs) backup tight end targets or something like that. Um, Zach Pascal uh, is going to get, you know, five looks or something like that. That would be really. That would be unforgivable. Okay, I can't forgive you for that, Garner Minshew. If you mess up the flow and the rhythm of what has been the best just throw it to your good players' offense we've ever seen, perhaps.
0: Oh yeah, there's yeah, there's definitely that. Um, and yeah, Dow, uh, you know, Goddard wasn't out there there in week 15. I think they're taking it slow with uh, such a big lead in their division, and um, and quite frankly, they just look like clearly the best team, uh, in the NFC, and they're getting ready for a deep postseason run, no doubt about it. we stay in that division though. Jahan Dotson had a huge game. You, you just spoke of it briefly here. Um, you know, Washington taking on the, 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 New York football giants here, but a big game, uh, here on Sunday night football, right? Like he had, uh, what is it? Four catches for one Oh five and a touchdown. Actually it was his first 100 yard game of the season. Uh, and man, we say this about like, uh, somebody like, uh, uh, Chris Carter, all he does is catch touchdowns. That's all this guy does, though. Six touchdowns on forty-one targets. It's a fourteen point six percent touchdown rate. Uh, that's almost triple of what the league average is in terms of you know touchdowns to target ratio, which is just under five percent. So, Jahan Dotson, man, he's um he's making big big plays for this Washington offense.
1: Man, Jahan Dotson, is he not just? taking every like wide receiver sizist and like giving them a noogie or stuffing them <laughs> in a locker right now, because you, t- right. if you, if you told the sizes, then, you know, yeah. these people will drive me nuts. Like everything about wide receivers, all about your size, whatever. It's like six sixteen 16 air yards per target last night against the giants. Two end zone targets. You mentioned all the touchdowns he's been catching all year long. I mean, the guy is unbelievable at the catch point. If you showed the people those like stats or whatever, be like, oh, but he's got to be 6'2". got to be, got to be two twenty. No, he's not. He's just a baller. <laughs> he's a, he's tiny, but he is the man, dude. I'm telling you, yeah. this guy, what a what a a flair for the dramatic he's got at the catch point. But it's it's a skill set, man, and that that's who he was at college. You could not. You could not misjudge somebody more based on their size than Jahan Dotson because this was the guy he was in college, man. I mean, his reception perception profile, I said he had the best hands in the entire draft this year. He had some of the best contested catch chops, and he's a good route runner. He was great against zone coverage in his reception perception profile in college. Now, he was a little bit uh, up and down uh, in his first few games in the rookie report, but still – right around league average in terms of separation but um he's getting he looks great now that he's healthy uh now that he's like fully integrated and and these last two games 15 combined targets before and then the game after the bye I think this guy's going to be a really good player um and him and Terry McLaurin just makes such a a fascinating duo man but I I love Jahan Dotson because I just love how he is just obliterating these wide receiver size <laughs> stereotypes, bro. I mean, the guy is what what is he actually? He's like sub 180 pounds, something like yeah. that, Jahan Dotson. At the, combine,
0: at the combine, he measured in 5'11, 178. That is small. But look at it, but look at how he plays at the catch point. Look at how he uh he's so
1: he has complete <clears throat> and total comfort with somebody right there in his hip pocket. I I think he is very we we talked about Tyrell Lockett on a recent show and called him like the best deep ball tracker in the NFL. John mm-hmm. Dotson is very much like I think he's he's going to be in that regard sooner or later the way he is uh, so comfortable tracking tracking the ball in short areas, in tight spaces down the field. Like his touchdown catch, obviously the the big 60 plus yarder that from Heineke yeah. there was was impressive, at, you know, the way the way Jeez. he adjusted to that.
0: But his touchdown insane, catch, his ability to adjust to that ball um, and he abuses defenders deep downfield because defenders don't have that body control, and he does, right? Yeah. And he, he almost looks like he's big brothering them at like 5'11", 178, you know what I mean? He just kind of brushes them off to the side and is like, oh, let me just step in there and, 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 and grab that ball. Uh, it's just, yeah, deep ball tracking certainly is there, and man, the body control, the handout coordination yeah. is just, ah, oh, unbelievable.
1: His touchdown catch, I think, was a great example of uh, just body control because you know, he runs a great route in man coverage against the defender on the as an outside receiver, and you know gets him, to, gets him to flips him across his face, comes inside, but and the ball is a little bit behind him, a little bit late, but he's able to stop and adjust and grab it in tight spaces. There, like I would consider that to be like a potential contested catch as well. I just think he's such a fun player. I don't, again, I don't really know where his ceiling is, stuff like that, but him and McLaurin make such an awesome duo. And, and Samuel's a great, um, you know, third receiver there for them to have. I wish, I wish Washington, if I had could have one complaint about their offense and I'm like weirdly invested in all of these Washington receivers. And, you know, I've got a thing with Taylor Heineke, like go to use finest the whole thing. So yeah, 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 I, care, yeah, yeah. I care about Washington. I, I like Scott Turner. Scott Turner. Yeah, yeah. 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 I got Brian Robinson on like all my dynasty teams. Cause I thought he was like, you know, getting a lot of disrespect for being a third round pick and like a kind of a good grinder back. They needed. But man, if they could just take the Curtis Samuel rushing plays and fire those into the sun, I would be happy, man. <laughs> I mean, you got a big bruising back and Brian Robinson Stop running Curtis Samuel up the gut. Like if you want to get the ball to Curtis, throw it to him. He's a good receiver Just stop with the rushing plays.
0: Yeah, I mean, or even like the Sean McVay little, you know, pop passes or like the the jet sweeps or something, something that that tests the defense on the on the boundaries. I, I totally agree with you. Um, and plus, too, it's like you know, I, I mean, they're slowly making Brian Robinson a focal point of the run game, and it's like uh, they still have in their back pocket Antonio Gibson, um, a guy that can make plays out of the backfield as a receiving back too. So, um, no, they actually have a very interesting. Um, set of pass catchers which is why i'll ask you this man is this a low-key good spot for somebody like tom brady or even like i know look fantasy land like lamar jackson's i mean it would be interesting if he like tested the free agent market which i it sounds like he wants to do but there's no way baltimore's not like no way they're not gonna let him do that you know they're gonna franchise tag him in like a heartbeat if if it if they don't get to a um if they don't get to a number. Right. But I'm just saying like fantasy land, like, Oh man, would it be interesting if Lamar Jackson ended up in like Washington or something, you know? Um, But it's a low key, great spot. I feel like they're a quarterback away from this offense, just going
1: freaking crazy. Need to fix the offensive line a little bit. It's a, it becomes more of an issue with Heineke back there because he's a big time fumble risk. Like he is a, he's a turnover, like a disaster waiting to happen at any moment. Um, Just because he's a, he's such a limited player and he doesn't, he doesn't seem to, which you, you got to respect him for. It doesn't seem to understand he's a limited player, but uh, he is <laughs> he a limited all. player. Yeah, he Doesn't, doesn't seem all. to understand that fact. But uh, yeah. they could definitely use better pass protection for sure. I kind of wonder, like, I mean, Washington now, you know, this this loss to New York really hurts their playoff chances. God, um, they got for sure. screwed. Yeah, for sure, it, it hurts their playoff chances by a lot. Um, but and now they go to San Francisco next week. Then they have Cleveland and Dallas to finish the season. So they're probably on the outside looking in. Is that enough for you know ownership, which is embroiled in a lot of nonsense, of course? Um, is that enough for them to want to make a change from Ron Rivera? Um, you know who's the coaching staff there? But yeah, no. If I was a quarterback or even like an Aaron Rodgers like type situation, if he wanted to get out of Green Bay, they wanted to part ways in the off season. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to see a quarterback with this team now. With Brady, I, I this comes back to my Bucks frustration. Um, as much as I think. You know, Brady's still got something left in the tank. He so badly needs a good offensive line. And I don't think Washington, you know, Charles Leno is a solid player, but he got beat up last night with Kayvon Thibodeau on the other side. Um, he would get crushed and 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 then we'd be we'd be kind of frustrated just like we are now with tom brady with great receivers and he's just (laughs) trying to get the ball out so fast and nobody's on the same page timing wise rhythm wise because brady's got the quickest trigger finger um in the nfl right now getting the ball out fast so yeah that gives me mixed feelings but yeah no i'm i'm with you that that's why that as ill advised as it was that's why they made the carson wentz move because it was like let's get a veteran quarterback in here who somebody who's got a, got more of an arm than Taylor Heineke and see if he can open up this offense. And because Wentz is Wentz and they just misevaluated that so hard. Obviously it didn't work out.
0: Gino Smith in Washington. Is that what uh, it could be a little, that'd be pretty fun. That
1: yeah. would be, that would be pretty fun. That's, a, that is the type of situation where I think Gino, like airing it out to these guys, you know, definitely could be great. And I mean, man, it just, like I said, I like Scott Turner. I like the design of the offense for the most part. I think they do a lot yeah. of fun, creative mm. things. The personnel is great. Um, Brian Robinson, good back. The, I mean, Terry McLaurin, we, we know, I feel like Terry McLaurin is knocking on the door to be considered a superstar receiver in this league. And then do- John is like a perfect two Samuel's a perfect three. They would be totally unlocked if they just had a legitimate quarterback, but it's um, there's just so much crap with Washington and, and this, the, <laughs> are they going to be able to attract a big ticket there? Like uh, if you're Brady, no. do you want to, do you want to like fish? Is that, that, that really, you want to be fishing in that pond for the last few years of your career or whatever? Like that's kind of, that's kind of dicey. Um, the Lamar thing
0: narrative wise though, that, that it's a perfect fit because Washington always brings in these aging quarterbacks. It, it's like, it's either, it's either going to be Washington yeah. or like the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> for, for Tom Brady you know <laughs> but what
1: about like yeah so how about that though in a hypothetical scenario the um the Raiders want to bring in Tom Brady because Josh McTan- by the way another team that has a bad offensive line and, and a bunch of weapons um they want to bring in Brady whatever Josh McDaniels is there mm. they let they put Derek Carr on the trade block like that's a move I would be interested in if I was Washington now is Derek Carr an elite quarterback no is he, he's top 10 maybe fringy top 10 12 whatever like there's probably a ceiling with Carr but my god i mean again we just want somebody to come in here and be legitimate
0: oh my god that would be, be a really massive nice boost
1: massive yeah.
0: boost at the quarterback position if they got Derek Carr man, no doubt about it